Hey friends, and welcome to the Be Positive Podcast, where we talk all things chronic illness and health issues, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because this is a place I want everyone to feel seen, encouraged, and empowered. So let's get to it. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about helping friends and family understand a dynamic disability and kind of what it's like from the perspective of someone in the dynamic disability community because I have multiple chronic illnesses so it can definitely be complicated to explain so I've done my best to kind of make it hopefully where it helps you guys understand a little bit more. But before we get into that, today's Q&A question is from at Richly Dwelling, who asked how to help loved ones understand that you can't do the same things they can. Honestly, such a great question. Try sitting down and having an open conversation with them because sometimes, especially if it's something like an, an invisible illness or dynamic disability, it can be so hard to understand if you don't have the health issues because you can't necessarily see what's going on. But I also asked a couple of my family members that question, what helps them understand my health issues, just so I could give you a different perspective and hopefully help anyone else who's listening with a friend or family member who has a dynamic disability or invisible illness. So here are some of the questions. Um, One of my family members said, when you're honest and just communicate, that's kind of, that it's kind of a rough day, that helps a lot. Also, whenever you share your heart rate, that helps me understand a lot more. Being pregnant, my heart will go up 30 beats, and I'm tired as all get out, and yours does that all the time, plus some. So I thought that was really sweet that she kind of um, explained how being pregnant has helped her understand POTS a little bit more because the heart rate jumping and stuff. Another one said, if they're really loved ones, then try to see what's going on and not have to constantly be shown because it can be hard to constantly explain all the ups and downs of health issues when you don't always know what's going on yourself. Another one said, what really helped me understand is actually seeing the ways that your daily life is affected. It was one thing to hear all your symptoms, but once I saw that meant you had to sleep a ton, and I saw you wake up and making special foods to eat before you could even interact with people, it just hit differently. Also, when you put videos of your heart rate off the charts or physically having a hard time, for some reason that always hits me harder and helps me understand more than when there's just a description of what your chronic illness is or symptoms that can come with it. This is from a family member who does not live close to me. They live all the way across the state, so hearing their perspective was cool because they're not always around me to see the crazy ups and downs. Um, My dad said they need to be educated and do their research, and I thought that was sweet that he gave a suggestion. And my mom said, I had the advantage of going to doctors and hospital visits and talking with the medical staff to help me understand. You can suggest making sure their loved ones have access to videos, podcasts, articles, etc., explaining how their illness or illnesses affect them. So I thought those are some really good answers, so thank you guys for... Um, letting me know what helps you guys understand and so I could share on the podcast and hopefully this helped you guys understand a little bit more because living with something like a chronic illness and health issues it can be sometimes so hard to explain to friends and family what's going on so hopefully 
this help you at Richly Dwelling know how to explain it a little bit more to your friends and family because it can be hard. So we'll just get right into today's topic. Also, side note that I thought was really interesting since we're talking all about a dynamic disability and how it can change so quickly, but also it kind of like ties in with an invisible illness, I feel like too. I personally, not everyone with a dynamic disability has an invisible illness, but I do. So if you see my podcast cover photo, it's a picture of me and my cat Jasmine. It's one of my favorite pictures, but my heart rate was actually 180 in that picture. And that's something that you would know because, I mean, I look pretty normal. So it's not something like, oh, you could tell her heart rate was like super high. I mean, if you look closely, you can see like I'm like struggling in the picture. But so I thought that was something interesting. You can't always see what your friends and family are going through, but sometimes they can be really struggling and you don't even know it. So, you know, having health issues or a chronic illness can be so hard to explain to someone because honestly, our bodies just kind of do whatever it wants to do and then it can make us feel crazy at times. And and it also makes it extremely difficult to explain to friends and family. Um, But for me, I understood so much more about my chronic illness when I saw a post explaining about a dynamic disability and like what it was. And honestly, it's just a really helpful way to explain your health and how it can change so much. So if I've talked about this on other podcast episodes, but I will just go over it now because hopefully there's new people listening. But what is a dynamic disability? So basically a dynamic disability means the disability fluctuates in severity where one or all of the symptoms are more active over a period of time and then can change and they can be less severe, sometimes for absolutely no reason, which can be frustrating. And a frequently asked question is how can we look and act fine one minute or day and then be not functional or even in the hospital next? One of the things that really helped me understand this and and helped me explain it to my parents and friends and stuff is when I went to the Mayo Clinic um, in Minnesota, which is where I got diagnosed with uh, my chronic illnesses. But the doctor explained to me the car theory which I don't know if you guys ever heard of that it's not very well known but basically someone with a chronic illness picture them as we all as if our bodies were all cars like pretend it's like the cars movie or something if our bodies was were all cars then someone with a healthy body would be driving along in their car or their body and then when they'd get to a, a stoplight their engine would slow down a little bit and then when the light turned green, they'd go and they'd be fine. Someone with a chronic illness, when they get to a stop sign or a stoplight, it's almost like their engine is being revved constantly. So they can run out of energy so much quicker because someone with health issues are constantly in fight or flight mode because our body thinks that we're always in trouble for some reason. And so it constantly wants to go, go, go. And so that can leave us feeling depleted of energy so much quicker than someone who doesn't have health issues because their body is like, okay, we're stopped. Like we can just like chill, relax. But someone with health issues, it's like if we want her or him to be sitting up this whole time, we have to be constantly like working as hard as we can to keep them going. And so it can leave us feeling like extremely tired, extremely worn out. And um, 
one of the things is my mom, she's always believed me, but one of the things she did tell me, it helped her, the car theory helped her, because whenever we'd be shopping or out and about or something, I would constantly be like, I don't feel good, but I have to walk really fast, and I don't know why, but it helps my symptoms, and so, like, it was always hard for her to understand, but she was always like, well, if that helps her, and so when the doctor was like, well, that's because if she slows down, her body's like, all right, we're done, like, we're not gonna want to do anything else, so, like, for her, if she would feel tired, slow down for a second, she could get her energy back. But for me, it was, like, the complete opposite. And so I've actually had a couple friends with health issues tell me that they have deal with the same thing while sometimes they can be extremely exhausted because they're trying to keep that adrenaline up. And depending on how your health issues affect you or whatever or affect your friends or family member, it can be different. Now I have to be pretty slow pretty much all the time, but especially if I'm like have like I'm hanging out with a friend or something then my body is like pumping a ton of adrenaline to try to keep me going and it's also like if you're like well how can you have so much adrenaline if you and and if you deal with pain all the time well another thing it's kind of like a coping mechanism because if you've ever watched something like um I shouldn't be alive and how like they survive these crazy experiences or whatever out in the wild or like I watched one where this girl like broke her leg and was like crawling and she didn't feel any pain but once she stopped that's when the pain kicked in and that can honestly be a way I can explain it to friends and family because sometimes I'll be going and going and going and my adrenaline's going so I don't feel the pain as strong but as soon as like I get home or I slow down that's when like the pain like and all the symptoms really kick in because my adrenaline isn't as high. So those are just a couple ways that hopefully helps you understand your friends or family member a little bit more, or even if you're listening and you have a chronic illness yourself. One of the biggest things is learning to go with the flow. If you are a friend or family member of someone with something like health issues or a dynamic disability, it is a huge way you can support us because with something like a dynamic disability, we never know what our bodies are going to do from really second to second, minute to minute, hour to hour. It can change so quickly. For me, you know, just having my family support me if I'm having to slow down, if I'm having to rest. Sometimes we have to change plans, which is frustrating that I have to do that, but sometimes them just being okay with that is such a big deal and means so much to me because I don't want to be an inconvenience. I don't want to make my friends or family um miss out on something or have to change their plans but I cannot help my health issues at all I really wish I could but I can't and it's crazy honestly how quickly it can change I never know it's hard for me to make plans personally because I never know what my body's gonna do like just in the past month I've had days where I've been able to like crochet and go shopping with my wheelchair and then I've had days where I've struggled to like make lunch or I've needed my mom's help to get ready for bed, or I've had days where I can, you know, clean the kitchen and wash clothes, and then I've had days where I've had to skip a shower because I just didn't have energy in me, and it's not me being dramatic because, like, oh, I don't want to do something, but it's, like, legit where, like, I can't control it. When my body has had enough, there's nothing I can do to make it feel better other than rest. So I really appreciate when my friends and family understand that and don't make me feel bad because 
It's something I wish I could control, but I can't. And sometimes it can honestly be so hard to explain to our friends and family what a dynamic disability is and how it affects us because sometimes, I'm just going to be quite honest with you guys, we don't even always understand it ourselves, especially if we're newly diagnosed. If you know someone with health issues or a chronic illness, be patient with them as we are working through all the grief and all the emotions that come with living with a dynamic disability. And I feel like I, for me, it's easier for me to explain it now because I started having health issues really, really young. And so, and I kept it a secret. So I had a lot of time to process those emotions, process what my symptoms feel like, learn how to best explain it to my family and then eventually my friends. But it was hard at first, which is why I didn't tell my my a bunch of my friends because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how to explain it to them. And it was really scary. And had I not been homeschooled, I probably would have to, had to tell my friends sooner. But because I was thankfully homeschooled, I had a lot more time where I could, you know, go out with friends, pretend everything was fine, and then come home and, like, suffer around my family and stuff. So it's just... It can be so hard to explain. So definitely have grace with them, with your friends or family member, even if they've had health issues for decades. I mean, I've had it most of my life, and I still sometimes struggle with knowing how to explain it to my friends. And it could just be, it's one of those things. That's why I hope this podcast, whoever's listening, it just helps you understand a little bit more because it is very complicated. So some takeaways I have. If you are a friend or family member of someone with a dynamic disability, they are not crazy or lazy. Our bodies are constantly trying to help us feel better, but it doesn't always know what it's doing. And sometimes it can leave us feeling really bad for doing simple tasks. One of the things that was always really hard for me and I never knew why was there'd be like, sometimes in school I would do great like I would be like acing it I'd be like popping out a pluses like I'd be like great and there'd be other days where I couldn't remember what I learned the day before and that was brain fog and I didn't know what it was because it was before I had my diagnosis and one of the things that helped me understand more and even my mom was um when I went to my functional neurologist that I see every week now, when I first went, she monitors my vitals the whole time. Well, it showed my oxygen when we do different things where I'd have to like think or concentrate. And not that there were anything extreme like math problems or something, but my oxygen would drop really low. It would drop to like the 50s or 70s just from doing like simple things. And if you aren't having good oxygen to your brain, you aren't able to think very clearly and you're going to forget things. So it was just a cool way. It was reassuring for me knowing that it wasn't because of laziness. Because I, I never was lazy. I love school, but I always thought, well, maybe I'm lazy and that's why I'm struggling. But when in reality, it was because I wasn't getting enough oxygen to my brain. So that really helped my mom to understand and really helped me understand why sometimes I would struggle with school so much. Now I'm thankfully graduated high school and I passed, so very grateful for that. But definitely something I wish I would have known 
in high school and in middle school, that's something that you can't necessarily see, but it's definitely real and low oxygen definitely affects you, but it's not like something you're going to look at someone and be like, oh, they have low oxygen. Like you're not going to see that unless you have an oxygen meter on your finger. So I thought that was just really cool and very reassuring to know. Point number two is a dynamic disability can affect everyone differently. So just because one person might have more stamina and can do more on their good days doesn't mean someone else can. So just because your barber's great aunt Betty's nephew has helped the shoes and can drive or the mailman's daughter has helped the shoes and can go to college doesn't mean that your friend or family member can and vice versa. I feel like this is one of the things everyone's always like, well, this is, well, my friend can do this. You should be able to as well when in the case, health issues affect all of us differently and that's not always the case. I definitely, my health issues now affect me more than when I was in high school. They definitely, my chronic illnesses definitely affected me when I was in high school, but now I can't even work or go to college or drive a car safely. So, you know, just don't compare your friend or family member or even yourself if you're listening and you have chronic illness to someone even with the same health issues because it affects all of us differently. And I, we even talked about this um, some in Fun with Functional Neurology, which I know I talk about this episode all the time, but I loved it and it was so much fun to do with my functional neurologist and she kind of explains specifically POTS, but how everyone is just unique and even someone with the same chronic illnesses can have different experiences, different severity and symptoms because we are all unique. So that's why it's important to do your research, learn about your friends and family's health issues. Just know that theirs could be worse, better depending on the day or the season of their life because it affects all of us differently. Point number three, we are not faking to get attention, and we are not lying to get attention. For me personally, there are so many things I want to do but cannot, and that can be frustrating. So never make your friends or family member feel bad if they have to say no, if their symptoms have become worse, if they did something, or if they have to modify it, because there are so many things we want to do, but we just can't do all the things, which is honestly sometimes very hard but we um for me personally I'm learning to do things quite a bit differently like now when I go shopping I love to shop but I can't necessarily walk in a store and go shopping that's way too much energy for me and makes me way too symptomatic so I have a wheelchair now but I can walk around in the house so just learning how to modify it to make it where I can still do things without completely overdoing it because I definitely do overdo my body sometimes way too much. And lastly, just have love and grace to those of us with health issues. We already struggle with wishing we had a healthy body and we are doing everything we can to feel better. I'm sure if you were to ask anyone in the health issue community, chronic illness community, if they've done something like essential oils, yoga, whatever it might be, we've probably tried it all. So have grace with us and know we are and will continue to do everything we can to feel better, but sometimes the best thing we can do is rest or say no to things. So just be understanding and that is the most supportive thing you can do. 
so I hope this helped you guys understand. I was, I'm coming down off of adrenaline, so I know the flare will kick in soon, but I was wanting to get this episode recorded before I completely crashed. Hopefully my brain fog wasn't too bad and you guys could still understand what was going on. But the shout out of the day is going to go to my dad because our pool, like, I don't know what it's called, motor pump, I don't know, it messed up and he has been working in the heat and then he worked on the weekend but he came home and started working on it even though it's like a trillion degrees outside just so that way the pool can be working again so I want to give a special shout out to him because I know he works hard to make sure that we have everything that we need and also want like the pool so thanks dad appreciate you but I hope you guys will listen in next week I hope this helped you Please, if it helped you, share it with a friend or family member so that way they can understand a little bit more about what you go through. And also know this is my personal experience, so if you are listening in, always ask your friend or family member questions whenever they feel mentally ready to share because this is my personal experience and everyone's different. So, But hopefully this helps you understand, and I appreciate you guys so much listening in. And thank you so much for all your love and support. I hope you have a great week. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it was encouraging or helpful, share it with a friend or family member so we can continue to raise awareness for chronic illness and health issues. If you're on Instagram, head over to my Instagram page, BePotsitive. I'd love to know what your favorite part of today's podcast was, and I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening.